Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Hockey News Action Show presented by BetMGM. I'm Jacob Stoller from the Hockey News alongside George Nazios. As always, getting you set for our Thursday slate of NHL games from a betting angle, starting with the Ottawa Senators visiting the Buffalo Sabres, two teams that are in complete disarray, honestly, this season. Yeah, let's start a big slate of games off with maybe the worst one on top. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Get out of the way. Yeah, so... Who do you choose in this game when you're picking between two? I mean, Ottawa is amongst the, like, playing maybe the worst hockey in the league right now other than San Jose. You got Buffalo, who's just so inconsistent. So who do you choose? Pick your poison, honestly, at this rate. I I think of the of the two, I mean, first of all, I would stay away from uh, this game in general, but I'd probably give the, like, in terms of not, like, in terms of win or loss. Um, I would say away, but I, that's well, my plan. Yeah. No, <laughs> You're in my but, mind, Jacob. Yeah. What are you thinking? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going with the over here. Seven goals, pretty high total between two terrible teams. But the reason these teams are so terrible is because they can't keep the puck out of the net. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are two of the worst teams in the league. Both are bottom 10 in the NHL and goals allowed per game this season. Hand in hand with that. They're both bottom five in the league in save percentage. So two bad teams. Hey, if I'm a player on either team, not playing for much, why don't I fill the fill the net, try and fill the net with goals and get my stats up? So I'm looking at the over here. It's a high total at seven goals, higher than most games tonight, or higher than the ordinary six or six point five. Um, but it's paying two point zero five to one. And as I just mentioned, these teams just can't find a way to keep the puck out of the net. Um, they met twice this season. They've averaged a combined eight goals per game between them in those two outings. Um, Ottawa has given up 19 goals in their last four road games, an average of almost five per game, while Buffalo has given up 23 goals in their last five home games, an average of 4.6 per game. So all the signs here point to the over, and it's the best bet to make at 2.05 to one odds when it's really hard to pick a winner in this game. So I think that's the best bet on this one tonight. For sure. I should note that Josh Norris is out for the Senators tonight, which is uh, another of many blows to that team this year. Um, Anyways, next up, New Jersey Devils are visiting the Tampa Bay Lightning. Two teams that are kind of disappointing in terms of relative expectations this year as a whole. Oh, yeah. Uh, The Devils have a bit of a hangover from last year, it seems like. Hughes has been out now for the second or third time, where it's for an extended period of time. Who do you like in this one? Yeah, well, speaking of, you just mentioned Josh Norris is out for the Sens. You want to see who's out for the Devils tonight? It's not just Jack Hughes. Long list. Andres Pallad is out. Timo Meyer's been out. Um, on, on the blue line, Dougie Hamilton's out for a while and has been out. Jonas Siegenthaler is, is now. So that's their number one. And Siegenthaler's also a top four defenseman for them. So it's just they're, they're getting hurt by the injury bug here. So Tampa cannot let this game get away from them, especially at home. So I like the lightning on the money line at 1.7 to 1 as the home side. I agree with you. They've both been disappointed this year, but taking into account all of the knocks the Devils have, I just don't see the Lightning letting this one slip away. Take Tampa's taken four of the last five meetings between these two. They're 6-2 and two at home since the start of December. I feel like, I don't know what you think, but I feel like they've been playing a bit better lately as well. Oh, absolutely. I completely agree. And I think that you also have to keep in mind, like with New Jersey, their biggest issue has been keeping the puck out of the net the whole year. So when you have Hughes, Palat, Meyer out, you've got Siegenthal, your best defensive defenseman out, Dougie Hamilton, a power play ace. They're really going to the shorthanded in a game against Tampa that 
look, we talk about it all the time. Maybe not the, the Lightning we're used to, but they've got some firepower there. Yeah, and speaking of that firepower, I also like, like at BetMGM, a same game parlay here. If you combine Tampa with the over 6.5 goals, that'll pay 2.95 to 1. Like you said, the Devils are amongst the worst teams in the league in keeping the puck out of the net. Um, Tampa hasn't been great defensively either this year, so I really like that bet as, bet as well. Tampa and over 6.5 goals at BetMGM will pay you 2.95 to 1. And we got a heart contender here tonight, Kucherov at 4.1 to 1, second only to McKinnon in the heart trophy odds. So we'll see if uh, he keeps on adding to his point total like he's done almost every. He didn't get a point last game in a 3 2 Tampa win, which is shocking to me because you expect know. him to be on the scoreboard every game. So he should be fired up to get one tonight. And uh, yeah, 4.1 to 1 in the heart trophy odds. I think he's got a very legit chance as long as Tampa makes the playoffs. Absolutely. If he gets them there, it'll definitely help his case. Should also note, New Jersey's penalty kill is 24th in the league. Another thing kind of working in Kucha's favor. Yeah. Um, next up, Toronto Beliefs are visiting the New York Islanders. And it's funny because the Islanders, you know, they're struggling as it is, but the Leafs quietly not too bad on the road. Yeah, they are. They've racked up the second best road record in the Eastern Conference. That's crazy. Actually, which people don't really talk, talk about. But it's been buoyed by that three-game California trip they just had to start 2024 where they swept LA, Anaheim, and San Jose. And yeah, the Leafs are in a bit of a role. Obviously, they played LA and then they played Anaheim in two games against San Jose. So it's easy to get in on a roll when you're playing those teams. But they won four in a row. Islanders looking a little inconsistent lately. Um, they have beat the Leafs the last two times they've met each other. So I think it's the Leafs' turn to return the favor here. Um, like I said, the Leafs are 4-0-1-1 in their last five road games. They've outscored opponents 18-9. Isles have lost three of four to start the new year and four of five overall. And although only three points separate these teams in the standings, the Leafs have a plus 19 goal differential on the season, while the Islanders are minus 12. Mm -hmm. So that kind of tells you who's the much better team here. And uh, I'm watching out for John Tavares to get on the board against his former squad here. For sure. I think Leafs money line is a good pick in this one. And it should be noted that since December 1st, the Leafs are third in goals for per 60 or rather per game. Basically same thing, no matter how you slice it. Uh, right now, Islanders are abysmal defensively. Kind of seems like one of those games where the Leafs are primed to really capitalize on, you know, kind of like they did against the Sharks. Um, and four game win streak heading into this one as well. They're red hot. Yeah. And like, the Leafs got to win games like this. You're on a roll. You're playing a team that's like not doing well lately. You owe them for, you know, they beat them once already this year. And the Leafs are the better team. And John Tavares, when he started his Leafs career, he kind of struggled against his former team. But he's got goals in three of his last four games against the Islanders. So I like him to snipe tonight at three to one odds. And for the odds, we talk about the hard trophy. Mm -hmm. Just for the odds, I'm not saying gonna, he's going to win it. But for the odds, Matthews is playing 12 to 1 in the Hart Trophy odds. I think that's a really good bet right now. Um, you know, uh, the scoring, the goal, the goalie, the Rocket Richard race has gotten closer, but Matthews has games in hand and all the guys chasing him. So I'm pretty confident he's going to get 60 this year, barring injury. And I think come the end of the year, barring injury, nobody's going to be too close with him. The Leafs are definitely going to make the playoffs. I think this is a guy to watch in the Hart Trophy odds, 12 to 1. I like those odds. So it's just something to keep in mind. Well, the thing too, is I find that everyone kind of discounts Matthews in terms of like the, the impact he has on the Leafs. But you know, whenever, when he's rolling, 
like in the NHL, like when, when Austin Matthews is on his game, it's just as impactful as a McDavid or a McKinnon. Like oh, he yeah. can score at will and get you out of a hole and all those things. Since you know December first, another little benchmark I come up with, he leads the league with 17 goals, red hot recently. Um, had a little bit of a of a dip, but when he's on, man, very few can can top that. 100%. Um, next up, Vancouver Canucks are heading to face the Pittsburgh Penguins. Now it's funny, the Penguins wasn't too long ago they looked completely irrelevant they looked like okay yeah. what what you know running it back with this core dumb idea what are they doing they're up to sell but man the last 10 7 2 and 1 the last yeah 10. crosby want to talk about heart people like crosby's playing some of the best hockey of his career which is always flies under the radar canucks come in as you know one of the best teams in the west what are we thinking about this one yeah actually that's a good point you brought up that i didn't look at uh, maybe our producer Connor can look up the Sidney Crosby Hart Trophy odds if they're available at BetMGM. But pertaining to the game, while we discuss the game, um, I like the Penguins. I'm very hesitant to bet against the Canucks because I feel like every time I've chosen a team against the Canucks this year, I, I kind of like between after the first quarter of the season, the second quarter, mm-hmm. I've been kind of waiting for the Canucks to fall. And they're mm-hmm. not falling. And their goaltending isn't winning them the games anymore. The team is winning them games. Elias Pettersson, JT Miller, Quinn Hughes having an absolutely phenomenal season. Guys, you don't talk about like Philip Peronik, who's been a great pairing for Quinn Hughes on that top unit. So, um, you know, I it's hard to bet against them. But as you mentioned, the Penguins are playing playing much better hockey this season. This lately, they're at home. They're seven two and one in their last ten in the last calendar month. They're the seventh best team in the NHL in terms of points percentage. They they should win this game here. So I'm going to take the Penguins. They're paying pretty good at home, 1.8 to 1 odds. Um, so that's who I'm going to take. And thank you, Connor. Sidney Crosby is 81 to 1 in the Hart Trophy odds. Wow. He's a long shot, but if they make the playoffs, the way this guy wins, he scores game-winning goals. He seems to always score when they're in a shootout. He plays both ways. There is an, I mean, he might not even lead the team in scoring at the end of the year because I think Gensel's got a couple more points than them. But there is no doubt in anybody's mind who the guy carrying this team is. And without him, they would be doomed. Absolutely. And also, too, during their 10 game win streak, or sorry, during the last 10 games, they've gone 7 2 and 1. The Penguins are seventh in goals against, um, which is just another testament to things kind of working together and flow that we probably didn't think would. But listen, mm-hmm. Pittsburgh's got the goaltending they're getting. If they've got Sid Crosby playing the way he is, you can't rule them out, especially in what is a pretty wide open Eastern Conference. Yeah. I got one other question for you while, while we're let's let's go to the Canucks here. Canucks are one of the top teams. They got to be top four in the league. I think they're still leading their division. They're 23 to 1 in the Stanley Cup odds. Yeah. Would you give that any consideration? Or are you like, nah, no chance this team's winning the cup? They're having a good regular season, but that's what it is. It's kind of like what you said, though, about discounting the Canucks. So, like, again, my instinct is to probably say I don't see them as a contender, right? I just, I don't see it. But I'll put it to you this way. Every part of this team has been doubted time and time again. JT Miller's mm-hmm. gone. His fair share of flack. Look at the year he's having. Pedersen, you know, there's very few centers that give what he gives on both ends of the ice. Quinn Hughes, for a long time, was kind of looked as this, like, second-tier defenseman, offense only. What he's doing in drive, like, he is controlling the pace of play right now and what i like about vancouver is the other pieces they have like carson zussi ian cole like those are some bruisers like those are good defensive defensemen so reliable veterans that's what i mean so honestly you look at the makeup of them 
it'd be ridiculous to rule them out. I think the Canucks check every box. Demko's falter a little bit, but he'll bounce back. I have no doubt about that. So no, I don't think it's a bad pick at all. Like, are they the Especially front at those 23 to one odds? That's what I mean. Like you have to understand, like very rarely does, you know, a team like Vancouver that checks every box, get the flack they do. History obviously works against them, but they're legit, man. Like, I, yeah, I like those I, odds a lot. I agree. Especially at those odds. I, I kind of like that pick for sure. Next up, Los Angeles Kings are visiting the Florida Panthers. Panthers, they're they're buzzing. Kings are a little bit. They, they kind of dipped a little bit. Scuffling, yeah, yeah, like a little, a little bit. I, I think. I, listen, I still love the Kings, which I've said many times. On hey, the show. you love them, so don't go easy on them. They lost five in a row, haven't they? they yeah, they've lost five in a row, something like that. that maybe. That's more than a bit. If the Leafs lost five in a row, Toronto would be on fire. So yes, exactly. <laughs> Meanwhile, they're on the beach. They're chilling there. So. um Two teams with relatively, you know, strong goaltending altogether. Could that play into an under tonight? Yeah, that's what I'm looking at here. Um, I don't know how long this losing streak for the Kings is going to like go. They're one of the best. I think actually they are the best road team in the league. But Florida's a good home team. Florida's a good team overall. So when I look at this game, I think the safe bet and the best bet is to play the under six goals at BetMGM. And it pays 1.95 to 1. Out of 70 combined games these teams have played this season, they've hit the under 48 times, a success rate of 68.6%. So if you're betting the under on these, if you've been betting the under on both these teams all season long, you're winning your bets over two out of every three times, which is a pretty good ratio. They met earlier in this season in November. Typically what you'd expect, LA won two to one, well under six goals. And these are the second and third best defensive teams in the league. Both, they're only two out of three teams that are allowing under two and a half goals per game. So I really like I really like the under here. And the odds are pretty good at BetMGM at 1.95 to 1 to bet under six goals. Absolutely. And man, Matthew Kachuk, he's really uh he's really heating yeah. up recently too. Big time. Yeah. yeah. And when he's going, as we know, like he as he showed last year, he's capable of genuinely leading a team the distance like he doesn't matter he's a winger he has that that knack to him so we we talk about wingers that how how it's harder on them to win awards like the heart trophy that's a guy and he was correct me if i'm wrong i I believe he was a finalist in the heart trophy voting i think he was in the final three games maybe connor can look that up if but i'm pretty sure he was a finalist and this is a guy he was he was yeah i mean this is a guy who when we talk about wingers who can actually win the heart trophy this is a this is the type of guy you can think of, and like you said, he's heating up. Slow start to the season, but he's he's heating up. Absolutely. Next up, the Edmonton Oilers are visiting the Detroit Red Wings. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it's funny with with these two teams. Like the Red Wings kind of started out better than we expected. The Oilers, well, they were just abysmal as they start. Both teams are kind of in their own respective uh, lulls this year at times, but they're both uh, very much in the playoff picture. Who do we like in this one? Yeah, I like the the sorry, I like the Red Wings on the puck line. So okay. they're the underdogs, plus one point five goals. So even if they lose by a goal, you still get paid. Um, the odds aren't great; they're one point six to one. Detroit has actually won four of the last seven head-to-head meetings against Edmonton, which wow. is yeah. You seem surprised. I was a little surprised when I looked that up too. I do think that the Red Wings can steal this game tonight. They're playing two point four to one on the money line. But I think the safe bet is to pick them on the puck line, paying 1.6 to 1. In their last eight head-to-head meetings, the Oilers have only defeated the Red Wings by two or more goals two times. So only 25% of the time in their last eight games. Detroit has lost 
has only lost by two goals or more at home twice in the last 14 games at Little Caesars Arena. So they're tough. They're not like you're not gonna destroy Detroit in Detroit. That's what that tell you tells you. Edmonton just squeaked by Ottawa and Chicago, two brutal teams in the last two games, and they're gonna get a much stiffer test tonight against this Red Wing squad. That's what I think. Absolutely. And I think that you mentioned about them just kind of squeaking by in the Ottawa and Chicago games. Like the 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 thing with the with the Oilers is even if they're winning some of these games, they've been a lot closer than we've expected. But the guy bringing them over the hump, the over the hump is Connor McDavid, who's you know hard odds couldn't be at a better time value wise. Yeah, I mean four point two five to one third betting favorite. It's not often unless he misses half the season with an injury that you're going to get better odds on Connor McDavid to win the Hart Trophy. It's never a bad bet. It's four point two five to one. I think those odds will only get shorter as the season goes long as he makes his case in the Hart Trophy ring. I mean. I was expecting him to get about five points against Chicago the other night, which didn't materialize. Um, but, I mean, it's a good bet right now. At BetMGM, you can get Connor McDavid at 4.25 to 1 to win the hard trophy. So think about it. Absolutely. And he's, honest, you know, aside, take away October, honestly. Like, I think you'd be hard-pressed to find a better player and more productive in the NHL than McDavid. He had a quiet lull, but he's made up for it. I mean, is it crazy to say he could even get back into the Art Ross consideration? Like, I don't know if it's that far-fetched. No, not at all. I think he has games in hand also on uh, both McKinnon and Kucherov. Um, so I, I think he has two, three, four games in hand on each of those. So when you factor that into equation, um, the points, the Art Ross race will be closer than it is right now if they go at their current paces. But like you said, McDavid, when he came back from the injury, um, he wasn't getting the points. And now he's mm -hmm. kind of... Uh, back in his hitting his top gear well since november 20th which is kind of when he started to get back to the mcdavid we know he's second in the league in points only behind nathan mckinnon slightly and that is also taking into account how bad the team around him has been some night so pretty impressive um on that front mm -hmm. next up anaheim ducks are visiting the carolina hurricanes the ducks are obviously reeling from the trade uh losing jamie drys on their back end but they still have some other young defensemen the hurricanes are kind of like the hurricanes light of what we expected this year. Uh, but Sebastian Ajo's buzzing. What are we thinking this one? Yeah. Uh, I think the, the hurricanes though, have come on as of late and beaten some really good teams. They did lose in the shootout or overtime to St. Louis two one in their last game. But previous to that, they won five straight against some good, some really good teams. So they won five of six collected points in each of their last six games. I cannot pick any other bet than the hurricanes on the puck line to win by two goals or more tonight. Anaheim to me is just a very bad team. And unless they get a goaltending performance like Lucas Dostal put up against the Leafs last week, where he stopped about 56 shots and they lost two win in overtime and they still lost. I don't see this team being very competitive. They did beat Nashville somehow on the road in their last game, but I don't think it's lightning is going to strike twice for them. I love the hurricanes to just dismantle this team tonight on the puck line to win by two goals or more. They're paying 1.75 to one. Hurricanes have given up just 12 goals in their last six games, an average of two per game. And the Ducks have only won two of their last nine. And you've mentioned Aho buzzing. He's been buzzing with the return of another player who's been buzzing, Andrei Svechnikov. Absolutely. Svechnikov is always, you know, big time, not only point getter, shot prop guy. He's kind of a, he's, he's honestly a prop beast in a lot of ways. Yeah. I like, I mean, I like a couple of things here at Ben MGM picking Svechnikov to get over, to get at least one point tonight. Is paying 1.53 to 1. He's had multi-point 
games in six of his last seven. Also, I like this same game parlay at BetMGM, which gives you really good odds. The Hurricanes to win under 6.5 goals and Svechnikov to score. Svechnikov has six goal, seven goals in his last six games. Those three things, the Canes to win under 6.5 goals and Svechnikov to score, pay six to one odds. I like that. And you mentioned about the uh, about the Ducks over their last nine games. They've been outscored 28 to 18 in that span. Oh. So they're really... They're really reeling right now. Yeah. Um, now, speaking of that, I will say the Canes, like in terms of, I don't know if maybe producer Connor Kurt, we're really relying on them today, but they're sound <laughs> big time, but Stanley Cup. Earn your bucks, Connor. Head. Earn those bucks. I, I got to say, it just came to my mind, like Stanley Cup odds, Hurricanes, the, the way they play, sometimes they always appeal to me as a team is when they get hot or they can really surprise teams and upset someone. And then once they're going, they're good. But do they have the goaltending to do it? That's the real question right now for me. I think their cut cup odds are around 12 to one. Um, Cause I was looking at some teams. So just based off memory, but uh, Connor can probably find that quickly, but I think they're 12 to one. Uh, I, I do think this Carolina team, I don't, they just can't seem to get over the hump, but last season in the playoffs, they were destroyed by injuries. Like they really like, totally. they were so injury ravaged. This is a team built for the playoffs. And I think you just got to get a, get a goalie that's hot not necessarily have a good goalie. So I don't, I don't think they're done making moves either. Yeah. So I think Carolina is a team to legit consider in the Stanley cup. I could see the Carolina hurricanes winning the Stanley cup. Same. Totally. I completely agree with you. They're, they, they, yeah. they're kind of like what the Islanders were a couple of years ago where they're a system team. And because of that, they can dismantle you that way and edge you out in games. Yeah. The Islanders came close. And apparently according to our man, producer Connor, George was right. 12 to one odds for the Canes to win the Stanley right. cup. Uh, at MGM. Next up, San Jose Sharks are facing the Montreal Canadiens. San Jose, man, like, did you see what David Quinn said uh, in Toronto? Like, just about how bad losing sucks, which is a given, but just saying how it's like this team seems just in the gutter. Mario Ferro was saying, like, I don't know what we got to do, but if it's like mental, like away from the rink, but we are <laughs> in the gutter right now. 12 straight losses. Their second streak of over 10, like a, their second 10 plus game losing streak this year. Yeah. It is it, just a disaster. Like it, 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 it's, it's, it's not ideal in so many ways. You want to be winning. You want your good players to be playing well so you can ship them at the deadline. But it's just like a black hole there this year, it seems like. It's tough, man. It's got to be tough on those players. It's got to be tough on the coaching staff. It's got to be tough on Mike Greer, the GM, to be watching this. I, we must have seen this in the last few years, but honestly, I'm hard pressed to think of another NHL team in the last few years that's been as bad as this one. They're not just losing, right? Yeah. I mean, like they're losing. They lost 7-1 in the last game to the Leafs. I mean, they're getting destroyed, and now they're dealing with injuries. Like, their blue line's kind of decimated. One of the top pay, salary paid guys, a guy who signed a contract a long time ago and is in the last year or two of his deal, Mark Edward Vlasic's going to find his way back into the lineup because they have so many injuries on the blue line right now. And it's uh, it's tough to watch. They're like the Detroit Pistons of the NHL right now. And Completely. I thought they put that, you know, terrible start uh, to the season behind them because they were playing, they were winning games and playing very competitively. But wow, they just, they just yeah. don't look, they don't even look competitive most nights. And it's tough. So, I mean, let me take well, listen to this, George. During their losing streak, they've been outscored 55 to 19. I mean, 
that's not that's, like that's really that, brutal. So they're that's, losing by an average of five to two each game. Like, yeah, if you round those numbers, like it's horrible, it's just bad. So, I mean, the Canadians aren't a good team, and I was debating picking them on the puck line, but I say stick with them on the money line because the odds are actually decent at 1.62 to one. How do the Habs lose tonight? Yeah, you know, I, I, you know I, it's a regular season game that means nothing to Montreal because they're not making the, the playoffs, but. They still want to stay, keep the talk going till hopefully at least March for that team. For a team that's kind of going nowhere in Montreal, lose this game. And like we said about Toronto, if they had lost five in a row, if Montreal loses this game, the Montreal press will rip them until yeah. their next game nonstop. They will get ripped. The players yeah. have to know in that market, you got to put your foot on the throat when a team like this comes to town. So totally. I love the Habs tonight on the money line, 1.62 to 1. I do not see how the Sharks snap that losing streak tonight. Anything can happen. Yeah. I love that bet tonight. And St. Louis strikes me as a coach that is very on top of that, not only knowing the pulse of the market, but just being like, we can't get complacent. And I think there's genuine, I would guess there's genuine feeling in that room and with that team of like, we cannot afford to lose this game because yeah. of how bad it, it'll you know set them back just in terms of the process. On top of everything else we said about the Sharks, they're a league worst three. 17 and one on the road this season they've won three of 21 road games so i just i mean if you want a lock tonight the probably the biggest lock is to take the halves on the money line at pretty decent odds at 1.62 to one at bet mgm got that right for sure next up we have the hottest team in the nhl seattle kraken yeah visiting the washington capitals a decent team themselves this year mind you and now, while the Capitals have kind of fallen back to earth, kind of around 500 yes. in their last 10 games, still kind of relevant, more than we maybe thought. But these Kraken men, like, they they are the last three weeks the best team in the NHL, bar none. They're, they're rolling. They're, they're rolling. Yeah. Um, does it end tonight? Does, does the vibe come down to earth? Um, tough, tough game to pick Seattle on the road. They are rolling. Um, I'm going to stay away from that. I'm going to go over 5.5 goals. So... Okay. The total for this game is set very low, 5.5 goals. We don't usually see over-under odds below 6 or over 6.5. But 90% of the games are 6, 6.5. That's the betting line. So 7 means you're or up means you're expecting a lot of goals. 5.5 is really low. And these teams both don't score a lot. But 5.5, I feel like it's too low tonight. Washington has combined with their opponents to score at least 6 goals in 6 of their last 7 games. So... While they started the season, and the reason they had success early on in the season was because they were keeping pucks out of the net, five and a half goals is just too too low. Um, Seattle's averaged four goals scored per game in the new year. So I really like the over here at f over 5.5 goals, paying 1.87 to one at, at MGM. Yeah, the thing too is, honestly, I think that... Like the Capitals, you look at their roster too, and it's like, sure, they're playing well, even while Ovi was terrible. But like, look at this team. Like, how how well can they really do? And it makes sense they're coming back down to earth. But yeah, on the flip I side, but on the flip side, look at Seattle, and it's like, okay, really, should this team have been that bad to start the year? Like, that's what I kind of think about it. Like, it's not, it's surprising they're doing this well, but it's also like they shouldn't have been doing that bad before. Yeah, they. I mean, they're on a hot skit. What if they hot roll one night? They won seven or eight in a row. But they had a skid where they also lost seven in a row. So those things right. are kind of balancing out. This winning streak is balancing out that losing streak. I could see them winning tonight, but I just think the safer play is to go over 5.5 goals on that MGM. 
I would agree. Can't go wrong with that. Now, one thing I will say to you before we shift off from this game is that uh, when you look at possible teams to bet for, or sorry, player props to go with, I think one interesting one for the Kraken is Oliver Bjorkstrand. Obviously, he's got that little nod with uh, the all-star recognition. He's been yeah, playing quietly, very, very, very deservingly. Um, probably a little extra pep in his step. So that's something to look out for. Absolutely. I agree. Really good player. He showed up big time in the playoffs for them last year. Yeah. I, I really like this player from Seattle. He's a under-talked about, underrated, undervalued player. So I, I really like that player for Seattle. So yeah, that's definitely one to watch out for. And it goes with our overpick, right? We're expecting goals and points. Exactly. Next up, though. New York Rangers are going to visit the St. Louis Blues. Uh, the Blues are kind of, you know, still very much in the playoff race. They play a tight sort of checking game, low scoring against. Rangers have that high octane offense. Do we see one of them break the well and it, it kind of explodes? Do they, the St. Louis keep it under the line? What are you thinking? I think St. Louis is going to keep this one tight and get the Rangers to play, uh, like, kind of lull them into a quiet game at home here. St. Louis has only gone over the betting line in 33% of their games this season. So the yeah. un un over-under total set at six goals, and if you take the under, it's paying two to one, and that's what I like. The Blues have given up two goals or less in five of their last six games. Um, since Ber Craig Verube was fired, they're a top-10 team in the league in goals against per game. Um, and on the flip side, they're one of the worst offensive teams in the league. So for them to make this game competitive – they got to keep it low scoring. So that's what I'm expecting tonight against a Rangers team. That's the second betting favorite in the Stanley cup odds at 10 to one. Yeah. So speaking of the Rangers, they've honestly like right now, like they've been just a bit over 500 in the last 10, but do you think that people are maybe underrating the Rangers as a cup contender? Or Oof. overrating them? That, that's a tough one. To be honest, I just don't see the Rangers winning the cup. Like I like, we talked about Carolina earlier. And I like that team better than this Ranger squad. And I can't tell you why or exactly. I think because Carolina me. plays more as like a team. Yeah. I can't Rangers exactly. have good players, but I don't yeah. think that anyone's all too. I don't want to say, I don't say that no one's intimidated by them, but I don't think that the Rangers are an imposing threat the way that we know a Carolina can be when they're on their game. That's what I yeah. would say. They lost to a really young Devils team in the first round last year, right? Right. They lost yeah. Them in seven games with a Devils team that was switching their goalies every other game, and um, right. you know the Rangers have Shesterkin and Akira Schmidt stealing the series for them, and um, it just and you know over the years, even some series that the Rangers have won, I thought they didn't deserve to win. There's a series a few years ago against the Penguins, uh, maybe two or three years ago, they were up three-one in the series, the Penguins, and they were up two-nothing, I believe, in Game Five. And then Jacob Truba laid out Sidney Crosby with a borderline hit, a borderline hit. And then Pittsburgh lost that game. Crosby didn't play game six. They lost game six. And then Crosby returned for game seven and the Rangers won. So I, I don't know. I just, there's something I don't see in the Rangers. And last year they had Tarasenko and Patrick Kane and couldn't get yeah. out of the first round. Do I see those were legacy additions? That's the thing, man. There are a lot of big names, but like, what are they doing for you now? That's what I would say. In those, yeah. in those guys. Yeah, but I look at that roster. I just think it's better than the roster we see right now. I don't know. We'll see, you know. And the guy that carries their team on offense is Artemi Panarin. I I think Adam Fox is really the best player on that team. But, like, I don't know if, like, Artemi Panarin can just, like, push a team to a Stanley Cup up front. So that's why I uh, – I don't know. I kind of lean towards when we talk about teams. I, I wouldn't bet on the Rangers, even in – second best odds in the league i don't think they're the second best 
they're, they're not the second team I choose to win the Stanley Cup. I would agree. I think public perception would agree with you on that. I just thought, you know, maybe because they're the second betting odds, you had a different opinion, but I would agree. I don't see them as like the second best team poised for it, at least at this point. Yeah. Um, next up, the Chicago accessories. I mean, Blackhawks are playing the Winnipeg Jets. Uh, we may be in a world where Jason Dickinson is going to the all-star game for the Blackhawks, all the injuries they have. Jets <laughs> are a juggernaut right now coming off of five, nothing domination of Columbus another team in the base from the standings. Look at Chicago has played well and has been able to play spoiler times where we haven't thought so, but I can't see them getting past Hallibuck and the jets in, in any way. No chance, but let's give credit where credit's due. Like you just said, Chicago has had an absolutely decimated lineup in their last two games. When they totally on top of the other injuries they had, they lost, Connor Bedard and Nick Felino. I'm not sure if they lost anybody else. They already had a plethora Jones, of players that were lined is injured too. Yeah, he's been injured for a while. So in their last two games with, with Bedard and Felino adding to the, going to the infirmary as well, they beat Calgary and they kept the Oilers. They had a one nothing lead on the Oilers. They lost that game 2-1. to one. So give them credit. I am going to bring up that the Oilers had two, two goals disallowed in that game. I mean, they deserve to be disallowed if they were ruled disallowed, but that game easily could have been 4-1. So I like totally. the Jets on the puck line tonight to win by two goals or more at home, paying 1.65 to 1. It's one of my favorite bets of the night. Um, the Blackhawks have lost 12 of their last 13 road games by at least two goals. Mm -hmm. So that's like a 93. In the last, if you're betting Chicago to lose by two goals or more on the road in the last 13 games, you're, you're winning your bet 92 or 93% of the time, something like that. And this Winnipeg team, like you said, they're the best team in the NHL right now. They've won nine of their last 10 games. Yeah. Seven of those wins have come by two goals or more. So I love I love the Jets to win by two tonight. Absolutely. Uh, now, one thing, too, we talked about it recently as well, but Jack Adams odds. Yes. Rick Bonus. This yeah. could be, the, you, you may want to jump on the train now. Should have jumped on the train last week when he was yeah. nine to one. Those odds have shortened from nine to one to six to one. That's a huge difference in the span of the week. He's the second betting favorite now. And a lot of bettors don't look at odds like the Jack Adams, but I believe Rick Tockett's the only one with shorter odds than him. Listen, we've talked about this. Rick Bonus has gone through some stuff with his family that's been difficult to deal with this year. He had to leave for a game or two. This is these are the storylines that voters kind of look at too. And the team, the way he's got this team playing, totally is unbelievable right now. He would get my vote. If I was voting on the Jack Adams and the season was done right now, he'd get my vote. The odds were nine to one. Should have hit it then, but still a good bet right now at six to one at BetMGM. Jets are 17 to one in Stanley Cup odds according to BetMGM. I think this is the time to do it because I think that that's gonna shorten pretty soon. Yeah, I mean, they're gonna make no doubt in my mind, they'll make an addition at the deadline or close in the next month leading up to the deadline. So right. at that point, the odds should definitely shorten. But uh, yeah, that's a good bet for a team that's, uh, I think they might be the best team in the NHL right now based on points percentage. Like I think they're first overall. They are. Yeah. And frankly, I mean, when you have a guy like Hellbuck, that's like a the equivalent of a franchise quarterback in the NFL buzzing the way he is it's really hard to count him out so that's when I, I would jump on the train sooner than later because those odds will shorten Don't next up calgary flames are visiting the arizona coyotes flames low key pretty decent recently four wins in their last six and historically they're pretty good against the coyotes 
Yeah, they've owned the Coyotes lately. They've won seven of their last eight head-to-head matchups. So Coyotes might have the edge, some people think, because they're at home. But the Flames have been better lately. And taking into account how good they've played against Arizona recently, seven wins in their last eight head-to-head matchups. I like the Flames on the money line. They pay 1.83 to 1. Arizona's kind of scuffled. They got back in the wing column with a overtime victory against Boston the other night. They needed overtime to do it, but they're one in three to start the new year. Should be a tight one for two teams battling for wild card spots. The the Flames are slightly favored though, and I think they're that's for good reason. So I take them at one point eight three to one on the money line at BetMGM. Yeah, absolutely. I think the thing too is like I don't know if Arizona's coming down to earth. I don't know if that's a proper way to say it because I think they're a good team. They have good pieces, but I wonder what you're seeing with Calgary too is a little bit of that jolt as the deadlines coming closer there's going to be changes there's going to be moves whether that's like a chris tanner or elias lindholm trying to up their production as they are showing teams to trade for them or whatever but right. i could see them getting kind of cheeky the flames and creeping up in the wild card race i think they're pretenders but still like there's a lot of guys in the team that are motivated there's it's going to be a very interesting team to watch and like with these potential deals coming they traded zadorov earlier this year I think it's one of the more interesting storylines to watch in the next month and a half. Like, what are the Flames going to do and how is their play on the ice going to affect what they're going to do? Absolutely. Sure thing. Something to keep an eye on for sure. Next up, um, we'll get to our last game. This is an interesting one. The Bruins are visiting the Vegas Golden Knights. Vegas is just lost, man. They're three and seven in the last 10. They're really slumping, like kind of in that cup hangover. There's a lot of games you'll watch and, and they're just not the same. Like, I don't know if they're, 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 their fatigue is catching up with them because, you know, you can only go for so long, but they're not as dominating as we saw from last year. They're on a complete tailspin, lost seven of their last nine. The Bruins, you know, the Bruins themselves haven't been amazing, but you know, they're over 500 in their last 10, still top of the league standings, as is Vegas. But yeah, Vegas enters this one really needing a win. Yeah, uh, a really surprising stat if you look at it. In the last calendar month, the three worst teams in the league in terms of points percentage are the Sharks, Senators, and Blackhawks. Teams you'd expect to be there. Who do you think the fourth west worst team in the league is over the last calendar month? Vegas Golden Knights. It's the Vegas Golden Knights. I think that would shock a lot of people. And yeah, you're right. They've been playing terrible lately. Um, they got to right the ship. I don't think it's going to come tonight, though. It's really surprising. Boston is favored. They've been on a road trip. They played Colorado. They played Arizona. They're favored on the road against Vegas. They're paying 1.75 to 1 on the money line. And I like them tonight to take advantage of a scuffling Golden Knights squad. Um, the Bruins have had a bit of bad luck in their first two road games. Lost a shootout to Colorado. Lost in overtime to Arizona. And I think that bad luck's going to change tonight against the Vegas team that just doesn't look right. And... I don't think they're going to turn those fortunes around against a very good Boston team. So Boston's also taken four straight from the Golden Knights in Vegas when they've been on the road. And they've won seven of nine against Vegas overall. So, um, yeah, I think Boston's going to take advantage of a Vegas team that I'm not sure. I'm not sure. They just don't look right. The biggest problem is like for, for Vegas is like Chandler Stevenson. Okay. Two points in the last 10 games. Marsha show five in his last 10 stone and Eichel, you know, stone's about 10 points last 10 Eichel's eight and 10. Like those are, you know, what you'd expect, but 
the rest of the lineup is just there's no other impact players, even like Mark, like decently there. So it's kind of like Stone and Eichel on an island. And as you watch, if you watched the cup run last year, they didn't win based off Stone and Eichel alone. They were a team. They were four lines deep, three pairings. Their goaltenders yeah. did their job. So that's even why their, even their fourth line was contributing here and there last totally. year. Carrier was great. Colasar, like they were, they were a complete five man unit on the ice. Now they're, they're just kind of in disarray, honestly. Yeah, I think they'll find they'll find their way eventually. Oh, sure. but I don't totally. think it's going to happen tonight against Boston. So, I mean, Boston's got to be a little ticked off at the way they lost the first two games of this road trip. So, I expect them to come out. And the second one was a back was the back end of a back to back. Little fresher tonight. They've had a lot of recent success in Vegas. So, I like the Bruins on the money line. I bet MGM at one point seven five to one. And before we sign off, we should mention we talked about it last time, but Bruins cup odds. Third best right now at 12 to 1 at BetMGM. Vegas is also 12 to 1. So they're tied with Vegas. Yeah. Should, yeah. Um, different fortunes recently. But Boston, they could have both their goalies, the All Star game. They've kind of discounted all the noise about, oh, their centers and whatnot. Like, are, do we have to buy into a vengeance tour from the Bruins after how last year went? Yeah. I don't like, I'm not betting on them to win the Stanley Cup. I think they're going to add somebody at the deadline. I mean, I think they need to add a center. I, if they're going into the playoffs with Pavel Zaka and Charlie Coyle as their top two centers, no disrespect to those guys at all. No. I just like that. I don't see it. I don't see them winning a cup like that. So I think they will add somebody. I don't think there's number one caliber centers on the market. I think the best guy is Elias Lindholm of Calgary, who we spoke about before. And I could see them making a play for them, but I just, I, I don't see them. I don't see them without Bergeron winning the Stanley cup. man. Yeah, no, especially that's the thing with the Bruins, like especially last year, was they were playing the way they're playing, but they had Bergeron, who in his last year was playing at a legendary level still, where yeah. it was they were outscoring their opponents, but they were also shutting down big time players. And as you said, like Zaka is a good defensive player, but they don't have the guys down the middle that can match up against elite offensive talent and neutralize them. That's the yeah. difference with this team. Yeah, I agree with you. So I wouldn't be touching the Bruins. Um, I. I like the Bruins tonight, but oddly enough, I would, I'd say a better bet for the Stanley Cup odds is to take Vegas to repeat. Interesting. You're right. Don't count them out. They could heat up very, very soon. All right. Well, thank you, George. That's it for today's show. Please bet responsibly. And thank you for listening to another episode of the Hockey News Action Show presented by BetMGM. Take care.